Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Tour Report from Secret Golf. It's our weekly podcast following the PGA Tour. And, well, giving you a tournament preview, course breakdown and our top picks. After Joaquin Neiman's incredible win at Riviera for the Genesis Invitational last week, the West Coast Swing is over. We're saying goodbye to California and we are over to Florida. The start of the Florida Swing. We have the Honda Classic this week, then the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill next week, the Players' Championship and then the Valspar. So it's a great run of golf and um, yeah, I mean, a lot changing. We're going to get into the Bermuda Greens over the Poa which I'm sure a lot of players are going to be pretty happy about. Anyway, for the tour report this week, I am, of course, joined by Steve Elkington and we're talking about the Honda Classic at PGA National in Palm Beach Gardens, one of the toughest courses on the PGA Tour schedule. Elk, hello. Yes, and good morning to you, Diane. You know, it's kind of a shame that this is in Jack Nicholas's backyard and this, they've, they've sort of got a very average field this week, but I think it's got nothing to do with the golf course. I think it's more to do with the schedule. Had a lot of players playing at, uh, with a lot of great players playing at uh, the waste management. Uh, then they went down and played a great course at Riviera. Of course, now there's the Honda followed by Bay Hill and the players. So this is a natural place where a lot of guys just, you know, take a break just to catch, you know, catch, try to catch the momentum going into Bay Hill before they get to the new $20 million players championship. Yeah. And we talked a lot last week, Diane, about how hard Riviera is. And we saw that even though um, Joaquin Neiman, you know, pretty much almost caught the record of Lanny Watkins of 20 under, but he even said it was one of his most nervous rounds and he was just so, off-centered and just Riviera is just such a, you know, we, we all saw it. It's very difficult to get it on. It's to keep it below the hole, all that sort of thing. He had all that early momentum in the tournament and he was able to hold on to it. And that was great from surging like Morikawa. But this week, Diane, is a different kind of a hard course. Oh, this course brings up nightmares. It's got like 15 holes. I think you said that um, 
have water involved in them, but I think I counted 13 that I could actually hit it in when I was playing. So, and it's a very windy place. And what happens is guys that are guys that are not hitting the ball very well can't quite get it in the fairway and then they can't do anything because they've got to negotiate across these water shots. So almost every time from the last 10 years of looking at data on this tournament, Diane, the winner has a very unique trait. And that is that he all he's right up there in driving accuracy. He's right up there in greens and reg and he's putts really well, steady. We saw that of course, with Matt Jones last year, he was 20th, 20th and 10th in, those three stats. So I'm using those as my basis this week to pick my teams. Yeah, well, uh, going back to Rev last week, it's um, so many guys love going to that course. We know that you love it, but it's such a true test of golf and it was difficult. And to see Neiman get to 19 under was exceptionally good. At times it was like he was playing a different course. We're going to see... Another um, high scoring event this week in that it's not going to be a runaway. Matt Jones won at 12 under par last year and he won by five. He stormed it. But, you know, the year before it was Sung JM at six under, Keith Mitchell at nine under, Justin Thomas at eight under. So, you know, that speaks volumes in that it is going to be hard this week. And not only, you know, you talk about the water, there's 67 bunkers on this course. So a lot of trouble for the guys. And... The greens are tough to hit as well. You know, you talk about that greens and regulation stat being key this week. Greens and reg and accuracy. I mean, that's really what we're basing our model on, as you said, the, the Matt Jones model from last year. Yeah, and, and you know, when you miss hit a you miss hit slightly miss hit a tee shot on this course, it's not like miss hitting it in Palm Springs where, you know, you're not getting all that wind to curve it into the, you know, into the rough or into the bunkers, as you said. And you know, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a welcomed um a welcome change of turf for a lot of guys. You know, a lot of guys, me included, struggled on the West Coast when you're putting on Poena a lot. We see so many guys like Cantlay and Morikawa, a lot of these Californian guys, Honma, they all putt really good out on the West Coast. And then you get all these other guys now that that live in Florida or live in the South that they get on a totally different, you know, set of greens, a different grass texture. And what I mean by that is, you know, Poena, for those that don't understand or don't don't realize that there's a there's about a dozen different grasses in in a poena green and they all grow at different times of the year and up and down and they get kind of bumpy but on bermuda grass they're much more predictable you know the grass grows you know uniform and it follows the sun so there's usually a little grain that leans towards the west so i always just couldn't wait to get to Doral, which was the first tournament usually on our when we went to the west coast and I had a lot of success in Florida myself um, just because I just was, it was so much more predictable for me to read the green. It was firm and I could, you know, know it was left edge from three feet. So there's a big change in thinking, Diane, of who's going to putt well on Bermuda. A lot of the guys in the West Coast don't do as good when they come right across. Okay. Okay. And we've really been looking at Cali guys for the West Coast swing. So it's going to be a welcome change to uh, to maybe be exploring some other picks in the field this week. What about long hitters? Do they do they have an advantage playing PGA National? I mean, what what's the deal when it comes to distance? And are the long hitters almost being forced to lay up? Yeah, when I think about PGA National, um, 18 is a par five. Almost everyone can reach it. But if I think of someone that fits that model, like even Neiman or Brooks Kepka, who I see in the field, uh, it's only getting good if you're in the fairway, you know, because as you can imagine, we just spoke of 
you know, going across, you know, hitting in the water 13 times, 14 times. So it's just one of these courses where it's like the players championship in a certain sense that if you don't get the ball in play some somewhat or, you know, somewhere where you can get an angle on these little, you know, windy dog leggy type holes, it's just, you know, you can't, you can't win the tournament at this course in the rough off the tee. And of course, we know that you can't get on the green from out of the rough with the bouncy, windy conditions. It's going to blow 25 to 27 miles an hour the first three days, which is pretty normal. I mean, that's what you sign up for when you go to Florida for this this time of year. So, and then of course, you spoke of it, the bear trap. Those are very, you know, the last four holes are, you know, on the card. They're not, you know, crazy long or anything. In fact, the last hole is an easy five. They're sort of half island holes where you've got to hit these shots uh, where the, it's, it's surrounded by half of water, and that's that's okay too, unless except when it's blowing thirty. And if you're not playing very good, you've got to always go to the error to the the wide side. And now you're in the bunker, and now you can't get up and down, and it blows your score up, and et cetera, et cetera. You see guys like Matt Jones last year just he just completely walked through those places, no problem at all, hitting the ball low draw. I mean. We had Matt Jones on our board last year because he's Australian, grew up in the wind, putts really good, and we saw him play good in Kapalua and all that. He's a great putter, but he, more than anything, he's a great wind player. He understands how to start the ball on one side of the wind and let it work its way into the fairway. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the bear trap quickly. Holes 15, 16, and 17. You know, last year for the first time ever, nobody made it through the bear trap bogey free. And those three holes for the week were... 230 over par but I've been looking back and the highest year was 2018 (laughs) I wonder if you can guess what do you think it was in 2018 over par on those three holes well you're telling me you're setting me up for a huge number what was it last year (laughs) so last year it was 230 over par over so 2018 (laughs) broke the record so if you're setting me up for that I would say another 50% so 300 over 516 over par yeah see I could even tell you um, if you're a right-handed golfer and you play 15 you've got water on the right uh, you've got water on the right on 16 off the tee and on the second shot and then water on the right on 17 so I could even I wouldn't even have to go back and look at the archives to see which way the wind was blowing Diane but I bet you it was into off the left probably 30 miles an hour because that it's just so hard to start that ball left and let it drift on the wind. So the play is just it's a nightmare. Yeah. But then, you know, we look at, that's the back nine, obviously, but there's a treacherous stretch on the front nine. Five, six, and seven is equally tough. Seven's one of the hardest par fours on the whole PGA Tour. You know, long four, water on the left, a little creek that runs all the way to the green. You want to try to hug it down the left side, but you just don't dare to because if you hook it in, you may not even get, to the green and when you drop it in three and you got to make double. So you finish up over on the right side. Now you've got to negotiate your way into a little bottleneck green with water on the left. It's, it's a very, you know, it's a very precise course. And, you know, Jack Nicholas, this is a, this is a very famous place. I mean, Jack Nicholas, the Ryder Cup has been there. There's great players have won this tournament. I remember watching Lanny Watkins and Seve Ballesteros back in the day and all these great shots those guys hit. I remember Lanny hitting a wet shot on 18 to seal the deal. It was incredible. Remember, all the American team was out in the fairway. Cal Pete, Ray Floyd, all those guys running up the last hole with Lanny Watkins. Jack Nicholas was there. It was unreal. So, very famous place. It's one that you never miss when it comes on when you see the bear trap coming in. So, you know, 
now that I'm not playing, Diane, I don't mind it if it blows 30 miles an hour on those on the bear trap. We almost want to see it. Well, on our tour report this week, we're going to go through the field. We've actually really been trawling through the field over the last couple of days, and we're each going to give our outright favourite one to watch and a dark horse pick. So, Elk, we had a little chat yesterday about our picks, and there was a, a lot of correlation between the guys that you and I were both looking at, but... I think we have some really good names this week, some great value. And as you say, compared to last week and what we're going to see for the next two weeks at Bay Hill and then at the players, it's a slightly weaker field. I mean, looking at some headline names here right now, Sung JM is one before, Daniel Berger, Louis Eustazen is playing this week, um, Brooks Kepka, as you said, but and Joaquin Neiman, of course, our uh, champion from Riv last week. But when we do have these slightly weaker fields, it does make it exciting to really dive deep and find some great value picks that have good form and have good history around here. Yeah, and I think this week's going to have a guy with history. Now, last week you, sp- you spoke of, you know, guys having an opportunity. Cameron Young, who's a guy that was not on the forefront of a lot of people's minds. I mean, I started to learn more about Cameron Young as the week went along. He won twice on Corn Ferry or May won three, two in a row, back to back. Really enjoyed watching him play last week. And that's the opportunity, right? Everyone in America knows who Cameron Young is now. And he's pretty much, in my mind, looks like unreal. And he's going to do well this year. And he's he's already off to a great start with a second place there. He's, He's on his way. So, you know, Mito Pereira. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need some help? Mito, you better say that one for me. Mito. Mito Pereira. <laughs> Mito Pereira. <laughs> yeah, and Mito Pereira. Yeah, he had a six, cool. he, yeah, he, he, <laughs> Mito Yeah, he had a sixth-place finish. He's another Chilean. Is that what you call it? Chilean. <laughs> he's, he's all Mito Pereira. <laughs> he had a sixth place finish last week, uh, watching his buddy Joaquin Neiman, you know, win at Riv. So he's a really good win player. I've got him on my board. I'm looking at him. Don't know if he's got the experience there yet, but I'm really, he may pop up on my one of my picks this week. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to get started. I'm going to start with our outright favorites. So do you, you go first with your outright favorite? Because I've got, I've got a lot of explaining to do this week, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you know, this is no big surprise, but when you when you talk about what I talked about Bermuda grass, and this guy puts good on this this guy's puts good on the West Coast, but I'm taking re- three stats, right? I'm taking the Matt Jones rule. I mean, I gotta have a guy that drives it in a fairway. I've got to have a guy that hits greens and reg, and I've got to have a guy that can either get it up and down if he misses or putts decent. Well, the guy I'm picking this week is number two in driving accuracy, number 30th in greens, and first in scrambling. Mm-hmm. The only reason I think he's 110th or something in putting is because he hasn't been playing. He had some injuries. Took a little bit of time off, but he lives like a mile from this course, and this is back in Florida. And I think Daniel Berger has the type of strike on the ball. He hits that lower. He has a lot of downstroke load on his swing, really thumps it. You've talked to me. I've talked to you about how – Stronger striker Berger is lower piercing flight, no problem for him to play in these conditions because he hits it solid. So Berger's my favorite this week, Diane. He's sleeping in his own bed. He's probably not injured anymore. I never pick a guy after he's been injured, but he he pulled out at Pebble, I think, wasn't he? Defending yeah. champion and hadn't haven't seen him since. So I gotta assume he's better. 
Okay. All right, then. So Daniel Berger is plus 1600. So definitely one of the Vegas favorites this week for the Honda Classic. My uh, outright favorite is plus 3500. So slightly higher odds. And I'm picking him for many reasons, but mainly because he's playing great and he's a previous champion here. Keith Mitchell won the Honda Classic in 2019. And it's always special when you go back to the home of your first win on the PGA Tour, his only win on the PGA Tour. So, you know, that sparks something already. But he's been playing really well. T7 at the Sony Open at the start of the year, finished 10th at the WM Phoenix Open, finished 12th at Pebble. He's made 1.37 mil already this season. Season. And we talk about his, uh, you know, greens and reg being important this week. 34th in greens and reg and 34th in scrambling. So two stats that I think are going to be important for Keith Mitchell this week at plus 3,500. I'm picking him as my outright fave. Yeah, I like I like Keith Mitchell. I probably would have took him, um, you know, but I like Berger better. That's okay. Yeah, that's I like it. I like Keith Mitchell. He's great. And uh, as you said, he got married in Hawaii. So what else does he do? Did he buy a dog or anything? Can you add that to your... When I was at the uh, WM Phoenix Open a few weeks ago, I saw his mum and she was there with all of her friends. They all had matching, like bright colored neon dresses on. They were staying in the hotel on the course. They were having a great time. She is the sweetest lady. So um, yeah, she was talking about the fact that the wedding was amazing and how happy he is. And he's playing great, made a weekend charge to finish top 10 at the WM. But the other thing is, and I've really been looking at this and you can definitely add more to this than I can, but there's a lot of correlation between PGA National and YLI for the Sony Open. And when I was doing my research, a lot of the names that had done well in the Honda Classic had also played well in the Sony Open over the years too, like Russell Henley, Ryan Palmer, Justin Thomas. So I'm taking Keith Mitchell's top 10 finish there as a good omen. Yeah, it's both windy both windy venues, you know. Um, I loved windy venues because a lot of guys can't play in the wind when they first come off the West Coast. Doral was a good place for me. Players Championship, another one. Guys that hit the ball a bit lower have a one-way move, like one-way meaning it curves one way, like uh, Matt Jones. He plays the draw, by the way, which is – we talked on this show last week about a fade shot would be unreal. We saw Ram jump into, you know, seven under, six under on the last round, but we saw exactly what I thought with Morikawa just – totally, you know, uh, took the scalpel to Sunday and just playing that power fade in there. And just, it was awesome watching him run up the board, but, uh, Joaquin Neiman was too far ahead and nobody could catch him. It was great. So this week it's a little bit more, you know, that's why I've got burger piercing lower draw. That's what I'm going with. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you go second on your, who to watch. Yes, good, because this is my big pick. I'm so excited about it. This guy, when we did our Tour Report re-ranking, he jumped all the way up to number three. And he, I, I was like, well, hold on a minute here. Then I looked across at the name and was like, it's my guy. I have been so big <laughs> on Denny McCarthy for the longest time. And I feel like, I mean, I've said this a few times before, but there's no way that I couldn't back him this week. 
He's plus yeah, 6,000. Yeah. So good odds right away. Looking at his stats, um, third in scrambling, third in par four performance, 13 in driving accuracy. So huge numbers there. So good. He is playing really well, finished Sixth at the American Express, 12th at Pebble just a few weeks ago. And then even in this tournament last year, he finished third. So, Denny McCarthy, come on, make my dreams come true. Let it all <laughs> happen this week. 33 on the FedEx Cup already this mm -hmm. week. I had a couple of I had a couple of choices. You know, I, I think Garrett Higo from South Africa, the left-hander who won last year at Congaree. Lucas Herbert, both are really good win players. But, Diane, I'm going for something that you're not even going to believe. I'm going for the total fortune cookie. If you're into fortune cookies, which I'm kind of into fortune cookies sometimes, <laughs> are you? Yes, I do enjoy the odd fortune cookie every now and again. <laughs> and everybody um, everybody uh, who, you know, bets or likes to put a wager on things, they like, uh, you know, symbols and and signs of things right you're sounding more and more like me you know all these like these uh kind of hippy dippy like the universe giving you all the signs for it all coming together <laughs> i looked at this stats here and i was like you know i don't care what happens i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about this guy um this guy three weeks ago finished 33rd at uh, Pebble, he finished. Then the next week at WM, he finished thirty third. I know him. And, and then last week at LA, he finished thirty third. <laughs> um, and he is twenty first in fairways hit, and he is third in greens and reg. Now, one hundred and seventieth in putting. I'm not worried about that because if you're third in greens and reg, I mean, uh, we can do something about that. And he's 66 to 1 this week, which is double 33. And that is your brother, yes. Russell Knox. Wow. Can you imagine on the heels of Denny McCarthy, who's 33 in the FedEx, three 33s in a row, and then a 66 to 1 Vegas has him at? No. You know, when I think about your brother, you know, we, we have a lot of secret golf contributors on our, uh, in our company. And this is this time of year when your brother, he's having a good season quietly, just sort of chugging along there. What is he on FedEx, by the way? Do you know? He's, I think he's 55. I think he moved up five spots after last week, which is great. He's having a great West Coast, but where your brother, and I talked to Pat Perez about this quite a bit, who also had a great West Coast. I think he won $550,000 on the West Coast. And, you know, your brother and Pat, very similar games, kind of control game. Um, can't win every week. It's hard to win every week when the get on these courses that are big and, you know, Adam Scott and these guys are smashing it down there. But when they get on these tricky courses, whether it be, you know, Pebble Beach, um, this one, the Honda Players Championship, this is where they have a really good chance. And what I like about your brother on this one, other than all the fortune cookie stuff, uh, he hits a straight and he's like the leader in this on this tour at hitting greens and he's going to keep doing that and he's going to be there. So Russell Knox is my guy to watch this week at 66 to one, two thirty threes. He's also got a really good record um, playing the bear trap. I think he's in the top 10 all time of uh, best scores through the bear trap. Um, That's so, Cause, cause uh, he hits it solid. Do you know what's so funny? So I went through it when I was going through our chart yesterday, I saw that all the 33s and I was like, who on earth has finished 33, three weeks in a row. And I'm like, it's Russell. So I text him. And this is it. I'm going to read this to you word for word. This is what I said to him. Um, 
another week with a lot of good things. And number 33 likes you. Number three means achievement and things coming full circle. You've been 33rd three weeks in a row. That's a lot of threes. I hope I can screenshot this text when you win on Sunday or finish third. (laughs) He said, (laughs) it's weird for sure. Third would be better. But that is... Um, the full circle thing is important because in 2015, he lost in a playoff here. That was when Russell Henley won. And he was in a playoff with Henley, Ryan Palmer and Rory. And I thought like that full circle could really mean something there. So I am with you. I am all about the good vibes and the karma this week. Yeah, the only other guy that I know of that has had the same, you know, outcome three weeks in a row is Tiger, except they were first, first and first. So... <laughs> <laughs> so all that all that being considered, then I don't think 33rd, 33rd, 33rd is that bad. So that's yeah. that's pretty good. And I know um, <laughs> as we're recording this right now, he's having breakfast with my mom. He was taking it easy, flew back. He um, isn't going down to the Honda until today because he was like, I just want to chill at home for two days. So he's um, heading down there this morning. And yeah, so good. I, yeah, that's great. I hope it's it. Uh, I hope I'm making the drive down on Sunday morning because he's in a good position. <laughs> Yes. All right. All right. We're going to get to really, I'm way out there on the dark horse this week, Diane. Well, I've changed mine since I, uh, since I spoke to you. I'll go first because we're going to build up to yours. My first one was Michael Thompson. He's um, 125 to one and, you know, 20th in scrambling, 44th driving accuracy. I'm really thinking a lot about the Sony Open, finished there earlier this year but I changed it up last minute and I'm going with a guy that just got in the field last minute at the start of the week he's 175 to 1 and it's Satoshi Kadaira now I'm glad you picked him because I might not be able to pronounce it as good as that one that was good <laughs> um in our re-ranking, he jumped all the way up to number 15, which is very impressive because he's actually been playing Corn Ferry Tour as well as PGA Tour starts that he gets. So between two tours, I mean, it's difficult anyway. So with those stats to jump up to number 15 in our re-ranking, right away I saw it. He's seventh in driving accuracy. And as I said, you know, playing PGA Tour too, he finished 12th at the Sony Open, 33rd at Pebble a few weeks ago. He finished 36th here last year, which is like not amazing by any means, but he does not want to be playing on the Corn Ferry Tour. So he missed the cut on the Corn Ferry last week. And, you know, you have to just be thinking, I want these starts on the PGA Tour to matter so much that I don't have to do that anymore. So I think getting in last minute and, um, you know, his numbers are really good. So at 175 to 1, I am backing Satoshi Kadaira. Well... I believe your story. How about that? Hmm. Now we had a lot of we had some talk about what I was going to do on this thing, and I've been up in the air on a bunch of things. And I was, I was, I've, I think I just changed midstream here after listening to you talk. I knew it. I knew you would. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I have to go with you know at the top of the show. I talked about how guys, some guys are so relieved to get off the Poana and get over to the, you know, to the, to the East coast, to the Bermuda grass where it's flat. And I was, I was really looking at a guy that's so far down the list. And I always look at guys that are going to turn it around. I try, you know, I try to think of myself when I've missed whatever, three cuts in a row on the tour, which happened sometimes. And I was like, how am I going to turn this around and, you know, change the scenery, et cetera, et cetera. And I was looking way down the list, Diane, at Jim Herman, who was, uh, oh, let's see here. He's at 400 to one. 
and I went, and by the way, these stats that we look at, we, we take all the stats that we think historically do well at Honda. We're going to, we put them in the app, SG2 app under media. You can come look at it and pick your teams for our, for our games. But Jim Herman, sixth in driving accuracy, you know, top 40 in greens and reg. He's probably going to do well when he gets on these Bermuda greens this week. But you reminded me of this guy. And I, when I, when I talked at the top of the show about what does it take from Matt Jones, putting greens and reg, driving accuracy, I can't even believe that I'm looking at Tyler Duncan up here in the D category, Diane, fifth in driving accuracy, 66 in greens and reg, 80th in putting. Hasn't been playing great on the West Coast, but he's got to be happy with the way things are shaping up stat-wise. So, guy's got to be able to hit it good. And, you know, I talked to my friend Jason Dufton last night on the phone. It's windy. It's nasty as always down there, and you're going to have to hit it good. And he's working on his swing. And he said, this is no place to work on your swing. So okay. I'm looking for guys that have got a bit of swing form. And Tyler Duncan lives in Florida. He lives in Jacksonville. Um, so he'll be very happy to be back on the Bermuda Greens. Yeah. And, you know, this is a great opportunity. I hate to say that the Honda Classic is a great opportunity. I mean, I was talking to some of my players about $20 million at the Players' Championship in a few weeks. You've got to almost prepare just exactly like it's a you know, like it's a masters because you've got to make that cut. You know, you've got to get in that tournament and you've got to work your way up the board on the weekend and make a fortune. I mean, it can make you a year. You know, a lot of players are talking about they're not even sure that they wanted the tour to make it 20 million. They would have said, let's just leave it at 12 and take eight other tournaments that are seven and make them eight. You know, we don't need 20 because half the guys at players are going to come away there with nothing anyway. So you know, there's a lot of talk on the tour right now, Saudi League, tour trying to sort of play catch up with different purses, PIP, all this. There's a lot of um, distraction out there for the players. Some are. I mean, the top players are so um, getting so upset. You listen to Rory, you listen to Phil. It's all, it's just, there's a lot of stress on the tour at the top right now, a lot of talk. And it's always better on the tour when things calm down and, you know, everything, everybody's not talking about everyone else, you know, just play your golf. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to look at guys this week that are just trying to play their golf. Okay, then. So Tyler Duncan, you're sticking with him, even though Jim Herman, you toyed with a lot and you almost pulled the trigger, but we're sticking with Tyler Duncan. Yeah. Well, you know, you've got to give little, uh, you know, nuggets of, who else you might be looking for because, you know, I'm pretty hard to beat in our games and you're getting to where I've got to like study this thing to beat you nowadays. <laughs> I should just have a one-on-one with you because you're well, pretty good. We should do that. Well, do you know, it's so funny because whenever I check the games during the week, I don't care about anyone else. I only look for your name. <laughs> I just yeah, want to yeah. see where you are. And I haven't been beating you, but I've been very close to you. I've been making money every week. So that's all I really care about. My results have been very consistent. So join our game, go against us. And the great thing about the SG Tour app is we now have our full re-ranking up there with all the stats. So you can go in and really study it. You just go to media and then handicap report and you'll find it there. But you have got three games open already, a $25 game, a $10 game, and then a money game, which is you take the money that the guys make per the PGA Tour payout structure, and um, and that's how it's all added up, which is great. Yeah, a lot of people like the money grab a game because you could have a miss, you could have a you could have the winner of the tournament, you could have your other three players miss the cut, and you would still win the game. That happened last week. I had a guy that missed two cuts, had two players miss the cut, but he won the game because he had. Uh, I think he had Adam Scott and 
um, someone else had finished second and he won the game. So it was cool. That's good. Right. So make sure you download the app and go up against us. And we, we like to kind of trash talk each other, as you can probably. We'll, we'll play a one-on-one at the players. How about that? Okay. Oh, my gosh. The big one. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to start studying now. <laughs> for 20 mil. We'll get, they'll play for 20 mil and we'll play for 20 bucks. Okay. That's fine. That 20 bucks will mean more to me than anything that week. I promise you. Right, Elk, thank you so much. Um, as you say, there's so much going on right now and I feel like it's a, it's never ending. Every single day I wake up, I look at Twitter and I'm like, what's going to be breaking news today in the golf world? But we're all in on the Honda Classic this week. We know it's going to bring the drama, some really tough stretches, very tough holes, and um, we will see who comes out victorious. And of course, uh, we're, we're looking, um, I'll be looking and listening on the weekend to my favourite player, Jack Nicholas and his comments about uh, this tournament. I always love listening to Jack in the Box. But I can't say that. It was, it was like a commercial, Jack in the Box. But uh, I, we're looking forward to listening to Jack Nicholas's comments. Diane, I always love to hear what he has to say. When You know, it's interesting when, when Jack Nicholas gets in the tower with, uh, you know, the commentators and he starts to sort of say what he thinks and and he makes it so simple and what you're supposed to do and i always learn when i listen to him it's great yeah it's really good right elk thank you very much back in florida and next week we'll be on to arnold palmer's event at bay hill sports social podcast network Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.